0: The heart of Shasha. Pulse 95.
1: A story.
2: To tell. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure 2019. Pulse 95 in the frame. In the frame.
1: Yesterday we were at the expanses of Tanzania with Will Burrard Lucas. But now we are going a little bit up north with Florian Ledoux, who is a wildlife photographer who grew up in France and is based in Norway and has a wonderful exhibition about the Arctic and Arctic animals. How are you doing?
0: I'm really fine and thank you for inviting me here. I'm really um, happy to share my work with you today.
1: It's a pleasure having you here. We'd like to know why the Arctic? What took you all the way up there?
0: Well, it's a long story, but to make it short, when I was 10 years old, my parents took me to the Arctic. And I was minus 45. Mm-hmm. This experience lived forever uh, a seed in my mind, you know? Um, I always liked nature since I was young. Mm-hmm. I was you know, spending a lot of time outside in the forest or either in my garden. Yeah. And then photography beca- became the way for me to express this feeling I had for nature, this connection I had with it. And then I worked on it, and here I am today. And, yeah, I love, you know. You have debuted your exhibition here at The Exposure
2: and have even held a seminar. But first I want to talk about your exhibition called The Fragile World. I've stepped into that place and it feels, it feels like I've never, you know, I've never experienced this emotional attachment to some of the images. One of my personal favorites is the Above the Pack and i think it perfectly depicts, depicts the entirety of your photo gallery yep. is uh, the the group of uh, seals uh, sort of uh, standing on this pile of ice and everything around them is broken apart and this is like the only place like a sanctuary a mm-hmm. resting place after going through a rigorous hunt and you know, and if you look more into it you see the you see the you see a bit of traces of blood and dirt and you can see uh, some of those seals have been wounded and, and like you know from afar you're, you're just seeing these animals but when you get closer you're seeing you're seeing their journey and their struggle and their challenge to survive and how also the, in the terms the fragile world how all the ice is breaking apart and it's becoming almost like there's
0: less and less space for these animals Right? Yeah, right. Um, I think uh, the point of my work is uh, to show how the animals use the eyes to either rest or hunt or live simply. And uh, mm-hmm. the second point is to, with this beauty, create you know emotional, um, graphic, uh, images that would reconnect people to nature. Yes.
1: And uh, I recall this when we spoke to you earlier, Omnia Saleh, and I, a couple of days ago there was this funny part where we saw the seal and she said that that's her favorite picture because it appears like it's laughing. Mm, yeah. And it's very interesting how you got very up and close with those animals, because of course, there was the shot of the polar bear from a drone up above, but also you got very close to them. How did you manage to do that?
0: You know, if you spend time enough, uh, the animal will feel that you are not afraid for them. Really? Uh, and And then, you know, they will eventually come alone to, to you, like this polar bear that was standing six meters away from me. Wow. That was probably one of my better moments in my life, you know. Uh, I could feel the animal. I was sharing space with this majestic beast, and uh, it was just insane. I was crying for three hours I was photographing. Wow. Actually, I wanted to ask you, you know, being so close to these, you know, these,
2: uh, these creatures, uh, I'm sure there's this this code you know with the photographers um, never to interfere with the wildlife itself and right. I know that polar bears go through month on and searching for food for their children and even for themselves and, and one of your images the, the polar bear looked like he, he's gone th- he's gone through a, a heavy weight loss and uh, do you ever feel like in that in that moment whether it's the it's the polar bears the penguins uh, the, the sympathy that's in you makes you feel like you want to go out there and help them but also there's this like code where it's like I can't interfere with nature
0: yeah, no, I would never do that, you know. Um, I just come to witness what I see, mm-hmm. but um, you, you leave no choice. You, you don't uh, change the, you know, the code of nature or the balance of it. We, we have done, actually, as humans, you know, we've changed the whole balance of Earth and uh, our nature was working.
2: So, in a way, your photographs are kind of drawn parallel to the idea. Of, we- weirdly enough it's like there is an impact from us to their environment but at the same time you're seeing how they are without interference
0: yeah the, the purpose of my work is definitely to capture natural behavior in natural habitat. Yeah. the less in- interaction I have with them the better it is you know? mm. well I want to ask you more about your
2: aerial uh, techniques uh, but we'll be taking a bit of a break and continuing our discussion with Lauren Lido right here on Pulse 95. Stay tuned. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure 2019. Pulse 95 in the frame. In the
1: frame. Charges, heat and humidity is obviously very hard to live in. But I'm pretty sure the Arctic is also very rigid and harsh to working for days and weeks at a time tell us florian how did you manage to get used to it and how did your equipment like most important of all your equipment how did that get used to the cold
0: well i think you know your body uh with time gets used to the cold and for me i don't struggle with it uh a lot less than with the hot air yes um and then the equipment i think we reach uh, such a quality of equipment today in a professional equipment that they're working actually really good now you know, even the drone I don't lose so much capacity with the batteries. And then the normal camera, I can last for a week in a cold with wow. the battery.
2: That's so it's a... sort of
0: like you know, as technology
2: gets better and better, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, the, the use of photography and how you capture
0: uh, the images you want, you know, just improves over time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, all the technique that improved in the cameras now, it's helping us to create, uh, you know, more stunning images. And it's yeah. the same with the drone technology. Back, I don't know, five years in a time. Yeah. Uh, drone, we are not that good, in, mm-hmm. in, just in quality of the sensor. But now we have such a good quality. Speaking of technique, yeah,
2: you are actually an a, award-winning drone photographer you were actually uh, even awarded uh, the drone photographer of the year in 2018, and I think there was even an award that you got for this year as well. Um, and it seems like you're probably in the forefront of it yourself. And uh, I wanted to ask, why is it that you now that you know with your work that aerial photography is imperative? What is it that you're
0: trying to sort of achieve with it? I always wanted to bring a new point of view on, you know, um, the landscape that mm-hmm. we already knew, and for me that was the polar landscape. Yeah. So either the Arctic or Antarctica. But uh, yeah, I wanted to, you know, show the Earth in a new perspective and create graphic graphic lines and kind of show that nature is art, actually. You know, mm-hmm. uh, all of that. I mean, it's, I'm not creating it. It's nature that made all of these graphics that we can yes. see from above. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is, and to all our listeners, I urge to uh, I urge you to go check out the Fragile World Art Exhibition. I agree. Fantastic.
1: I agree 100%. We did have a quick walk around it, and we were taken aback, especially since it's called the Fragile World. And you spoke earlier, told us about how important it is how the basically the entire ecosystem depends on each other whether it's the animals or the ice caps melting especially what's happening with global warming etc. Is that affecting your work in any way? Basically the global conditions or even the political conditions in that, that are associated with the global warming and climate change etc.?
0: Yeah, um, I definitely um, see an impact and everything is interconnected. So when we touch something in the Arctic, then we change the whole chain from, you know, the the food to how the animals behave and where they live. Yes. Um, And then it's not only changing in the Arctic, but all over the world, Mm -hmm. because we will change the currents also uh, that regulate the climate on Earth.
1: That is true
0: a uh, tendency for just people to be ignorant about
2: these impacts because mm-hmm. antarctica and the arctic are, are places that are very far away from us so in a way it's kind of like we we don't feel the impact because it's, it's because of its distance you know and and, right. and through your through your photos at the exhibition you really get close and and and, and to the point of Look what's happening to these creatures and look at the world around them, how it's bit by bit, there's a fracture and it's because of us, you know, and um, what I wanted to ask actually uh, is your seminar that you had yesterday, it was called the photo that changed my life and to those who did not get the chance to attend and to our listeners, what is that photo?
0: Uh, so it's the Porabia crossing the ice uh, from above. as the award-winning mm-hmm. photography mm-hmm. Uh, that got the title of drone photographer of the year and uh, the grand prize 2017. Um, is, it, is it the one? It's rec- the
1: one you referenced earlier. Yes. That's your favorite one. Yes. That one above the, the path. Yes, correct. So wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. This, this, this one is one over Yes, the right
1: we're here. pointing around the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. How did it change your life i mean is it just the scene of it the struggle
0: there is two things there is first like the, the the fact that all those awards um pushed me in this industry of photography and to to bring this message um, into light mm. uh, and then there is also yeah because you know what i what i saw there changed my point of view and um, then i started to be um, full-time committed to bring this message to light, and it became my life. You know, mm. it's like you you, you become a, an ambassador of. Um, doing this, you, you need to you can't live without doing it, you feel like you need to work on this and how can I bring this topic to a large audience and that's why it's also important for me mm-hmm. to be here today because I can reach uh, people that don't know about this issue certainly. and you've
1: certainly reached us at least yes.
2: and uh, I think anybody who steps into your exhibition uh, is at a at, at certain point can feel, this, feel some sort of sympathy and understand that our our decisions and what we do in life every day actually creates a, a domino effect. These yes. little bit of differences, you know. So if we could hopefully try to change it here, then yeah. we can we can change for the
0: better.
1: If we can get some final words towards any self-taught photographer that wants to basically follow your footsteps.
0: Well, I think the most important thing is. Uh that if it's your passion, and um, either it's wildlife or something else in mm-hmm. photography, you just have to practice again and again. And of course it won't be easy, you know, you will fail. Uh, but then if, if it's what you like to do, start again, and eventually one day you will know how to walk. Uh, and then for, for my work, usually what I, I use to create an image is, I just use my heart and my emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to put that into an image, and that's yeah. the way I can express my feelings. Well,
1: and there you have it. Those are the words of Florian Ledeau, a wildlife photographer. Come check out The Fragile World before exposure ends today. We'll be taking a short break and we'll be back very soon with more photographers and more conversations about their work, only here on Pulse 95.
0: You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95.
1: This is Pulse95 with a story to tell.